this is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for July 22nd. First, New York State confirms the first U.S. polio case since 2013. In a statement, New York Health Commissioner Dr. Mary Bassett says, quote, Based on what we know about this case and polio in general, the Department of Health strongly recommends that unvaccinated individuals get vaccinated or boosted with the FDA-approved IPV polio vaccine as soon as possible, unquote. There isn't much information about the case that has been released yet, but here's what we know. The case was detected in Rockland County, New York. Prior to yesterday, the most recent U.S. polio case was reported in 2013. The CDC says polio is highly contagious and most cases are asymptomatic. Four polio vaccines are required for children before they begin school. The first shot is recommended for infants at two months old. The CDC says the U.S. has been polio-free since 1979. This means no polio cases have originated in the U.S. for more than 40 years. Rockland County plans to launch a polio vaccination clinic today for any residents who don't have the polio vaccine. Second, here are monkeypox cases by state. As of today, the CDC confirms over 2,500 monkeypox cases in 46 states and territories. This is over 1,000 more cases than cases reported on July 14th. Globally, more than 15,000 infections have been reported since May. New York has the highest number of confirmed cases with over 800. California follows at 356, with Illinois in third at 230 cases. To see specifics for your state, visit beckershospitalreview.com. Third, registered nurse Carol Ryan serves as the COO, chief nursing officer, as well as vice president for quality and patient care services at UConn John Dempsey Hospital. But it was a long journey to get there. Miss Ryan began her career in Philadelphia at the Thomas Jefferson University Hospital right after graduation. She worked in a neurocritical care unit where she had her first taste of managing and nursing care coordination. In 1985, she joined the UConn team as an ICU nurse. Later, she was promoted to assistant nurse manager. In 2013, a consultancy pulled her out of her regular duties in UConn to strengthen her managerial skills and budget literacy. Ms. Ryan says this experience was unbelievable and thinks it has really benefited her. In 2019, she was promoted again to Interim Chief Nursing Officer and Vice President for Quality and Patient Care Services. These roles later became permanent. Her experience as a member of the frontline healthcare workforce, along with additional managerial growth opportunities, have prepared her for her current role. Ms. Ryan says, quote, I have always strived to be a leader who is authentic and can have the hard, crucial conversation because there are many difficult and challenging conversations to be had, unquote. Fourth, experts say BA.2.75 is not the next variant to worry about, calling it a scariant. It has mostly spread in several states in India where it doesn't compete with the more dominant strain BA.5. As of Wednesday, early disease surveillance data shows at least 18 cases of the strain have been identified in seven U.S. states. Globally, researchers have identified 201 cases in at least 10 countries. The variant is interesting because it appears to have a large number of mutations. 
these mutations may make it more adept than BA.5 at spreading quickly and invading immune protection. The World Health Organization has not named it a variant of concern or officially assigned it a name. The agency is closely tracking data on the strain. Fifth, National Nurses United urges the CDC to tighten public health restrictions to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The highly transmissible Omicron subvariant BA.5 is fueling a nationwide rise in cases and hospitalizations. NNU is America's largest nurses' union. In a letter on Wednesday, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says its members see firsthand the consequences of relaxed public health restrictions on patients and the healthcare workforce. The union says, quote, waiting until hospitalizations are increasing before recommending universal masking indoors in public means that the opportunity to prevent those hospitalizations was missed, unquote. And then you also request the agency strengthens its quarantine and isolation guidelines to recognize the risk of reinfections and new data on infectious time periods. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.